Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's Picks for the Massachusetts Republican State Committee. Vote Tuesday, March 5th to keep the mass GOP alive. To see Howie's Picks, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on the banner. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. This term sanctuary city doesn't have a sole legal or procedural definition. You can look in Georgia statute and you can find a clear definition for a unified government. You liar! Many of the elements. Liar! Liar! Guy, I sweat all the time. Oh. So I'm just try- I'm just I'm just trying, you know, to not look like Elvis 77. Oh my god, who the hell? Live from the Matthews Brothers studio. President Donald Trump has won the GOP Michigan primary over former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Yes, did Donald Trump win? I give him that. But he lost 40% of the vote. You can't win a general election if you can't get 40% of Republican primary voters. You just can't. Uh, but Trump here, obviously, 68%. Haley down at 26.5%. I guess the foot's on the other hand now, isn't it, Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. I'm Taylor Cormier, Howie's executive producer, filling in on the final hour of today's show, or as I like to call it, uh, fodder for Hate Mail Monday. So uh, collect your clips now, ladies and gentlemen. 844-500-4242 is the number. Uh, a lot of stuff going on still, but I wanted to talk about something that's that's pretty funny. Um, this is, you remember the New York trial for Donald Trump, uh, where he is said to have overvalued the his properties uh, to get better loans and rates from the banks and paid them all back. There was no victim in this alleged crime, but he's also been fined, what, $454 million, something like that, um, which is under appeal now. The notice of appeal has been entered, and he is officially appealing that issue, that uh, that case. But the judge in that trial was a one Judge Engron, Arthur Angeron, uh, a very old-sounding name for a very old-looking man. Now, when I first saw Judge Angeron, and I really got a, my first good look at him when he smiled for the camera. I think everybody remembers that that shot when the courtroom press pool camera panned around the room at the beginning of the trial, and it looked at Judge Engeron and he struck a pose. He gave a smile, and he took off his glasses. And <laughs> it reminded you of like the uh, the opening to a cheesy '80s sitcom. Uh, in fact, I think somebody did put the Full House uh, theme song under the under the video. He, what what is the phrasing now, Emma? I'm not up to date with all the the Gen Z lingo. He. Gave creepy vibes, but they they say it differently now, right? It's giving. It's giving predator. Giving predator. Can you can you say giving creepy? Is does it's that, giving creep. Giving creep. Okay, yeah. I got creepy. I'm gonna stick with my own vernacular. I got very creepy vibes from the guy. He's older. He's got um, 
these very sunken features. He does not look healthy. He looks emaciated, if I can say so. He does not look like the picture of health. He looks like a granola liberal that had been a hippie in a in his life at some point and is off meat completely. He's just eating. I don't know his diet routine, but this is just what I see. He looks like an extreme vegan. Okay, it does not look like the picture of health. So today, James O'Keefe, you remember him from Project Veritas, the group he founded, an undercover journalist society. They they would go out and um, in undercover disguises and talk to members of, well, from recently the Biden administration and before that you know, many others that were trying to attack Trump on anything they could get him on. And they would ask pointed questions and get them to admit things in what they thought was a private conversation, but they were secretly being recorded, both video and audio, and it would later be uh, disseminated on the Internet. And, you know, it's funny, James O'Keefe, I think a lot of us would recognize him if you saw a picture of him, he's become very recognizable. He was kicked out of Project Veritas. I won't get into the, the legal aspects of all of that. But he was kicked out of Project Veritas, so he started the O'Keefe Media Group, which is basically the same thing. He's still going around, um, sometimes in disguise. But he recently found out that Judge Angeron is something of a health nut. Again, I don't know any of his diet uh, specifics, but he does work out regularly at a gym on Long Island, the Equinox Gym, to be precise. So James O'Keefe, Equinox, Equinox, Potato, Potato. Equinox? I think you can say either, but I'll, I'll go with Equinox, sure. Judge, do you say Ingeron too? Just, I'm just kidding, Yama. He works at the Equinox, uh, not works at, he works out at the Equinox Gym in Long Island. So James O'Keefe this week went to the Equinox Gym in Long Island and walked in. No, no disguise or anything. Was, because, I mean, it's all pretty much liberals, right? It's, it's a very uh, upscale community, uh, very nice gym facilities. The lobby looked very luxurious. So he walked in. One person did recognize him off the bat and said he was a big fan and, and he knew exactly why he was there, and that was to talk to Judge Engeron, hoping that Judge Engeron did not know who James O'Keefe is. So some of the video is really astounding. I guess somebody had submitted to O'Keefe a video of Judge Engeron talking to a woman at the gym. Now, in today's day and age, this is a big no-no. You don't do this. This is, as, as somebody who attends a, a gym regularly myself and, and sees a lot of gym content on my Instagram feed, this is a huge no-no. Um, what a lot of people do, they like to video themselves at the gym because they want to see their progress. They want to make sure they have the right form when they're doing their exercises. 
and then they review the video either at the gym or when they get home. And what they've been catching, especially the females on this video, is guys checking them out in the background. It's giving predator. It's giving predator, Emma says. So this this is this culture now. There's a culture now of I don't I don't know exactly how to describe it. It's it's it seems like women are trying to catch men in the act of of creeping on them. And they will blast them online if they think they do so. Now, this has led to a lot of debate, you know, whether female gym wear is appropriate the way it is being presented in the gym. But that's a whole other issue. The fact is that somebody is probably watching you at all times when you're working out. And they're watching you watch other people. Okay? You are seen if you're glancing uh, askance and lustfully at any, 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 uh, any gender in the gym, anybody. Big no-no. So Judge Angeron walks up to this woman, takes his headphones off. By the way, he doesn't have earbuds. He has headphones just like I'm wearing now, studio-grade-looking headphones, very, very boomerish headphones. And starts chatting up this woman who's trying to get a workout in. And he is, by the way, in a muscle T-shirt. He's 76 years old. He's in a muscle T-shirt, blue. Um, it's like like kind of a wife beater, I guess. And gray sweatpants. And there are pictures on the O'Keefe Media Group posting that, that show that the gray sweatpants are quite revealing. Okay. Gross. It's a 76-year-old man. If, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know gray sweatpants culture, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he starts chatting up this woman, and immediately her body language is, I'm trying to work out here. Please don't talk to me. And finally, I, I, and he's carrying the conversation. He's, you know, get, giving different postures. He's, he's, he's talking about different things. There's no audio to it because the, the camera was so far away. But finally, she puts her hand up, okay, and her palm facing him as if to say stop or back off. And he awkwardly does back off and puts his headphones back on and appears to apologize to the woman. This guy is a class A creepazoid, okay? It is weird to see. So James O'Keefe eventually is able to get up to uh, James uh, Arthur Engeron, and he pretends to be a big fan of his and saying, you know, all these these MAGA people, we got to get them out of the state. It's a terrible movement. Um, so thankful what you did to Trump. Engeron is is very guarded. Uh, he knows that people are watching him at all times, except for when he's hitting on much younger women in the gym, and he doesn't say much he says well thank you for your support i get a lot of hate mail but i'm staying strong and you know james o'keefe's knew he knew it was not going anywhere so he just backed off and pretended to work out next to him and took some videos of him using many of the machines wrong might i add but it's uh it, it completely completely bizarre behavior by judge engeron in the gym and apparently he was some sort of a, a music instructor like a pianist a piano teacher and uh, in the 80s 
to young children. I saw this, and somebody had pointed out, I think it may have been Jack Posobiec, we may want to hear from these kids that were coached by Judge Engeron. And I would, I would agree with that sentiment. If anybody wants to step forward and tell their story of, of how Judge Engeron coached them to musical greatness and anything else that may have transpired, 844-500-4242. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Carr Show. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. This is Dan Rizzo. It's been well over a year since my brother Paul and I started advertising with Howie. It's been great to meet and work with so many of his listeners and staff. Our goal here is simple, to provide peace of mind and build strong relationships based on trust. Our clients know how much we care about them and their insurance needs. So if you want to save money and experience great customer service, contact us at RizzoInsurance.com. You might be amazed by the cost savings you can achieve. Again, that's RizzoInsurance.com. The Howie Car Show is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1 844 A Perfect Smile or visit perfectsmiles.com. Emma's on the board. What's the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question is, who would you prefer to see as the next GOP leader in the U.S. Senate? John Barrasso, Susan Collins, John Cornyn, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, John Kennedy, John Thune, or J.D. Vance? I'll say Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is in the lead with 42%. In second place is J.D. Vance with 23%. And in third is John Kennedy from Louisiana with 17%. All right. Thank you, Emma. So, Judge Angeron, by the way, this video that was sent to James O'Keefe of Judge Angeron chatting up this this girl at the gym, woman, I should say, have some respect, Taylor. He says, this is a common occurrence, saying, quote, he's creeping girls out and, quote, does this every visit. I don't know if it's to the same woman or to different women. But that's, you don't do that. You don't do that in the gym. That's not the place for it. Especially when you're a 76-year-old creepy-looking guy. 844-500-4242. Jethro, thanks for hanging on. You're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Jethro. Hey, Taylor. Yeah. I'm not trying to defend this guy, but what I'm saying is, how is this not body shaming? What's this guy out of the game? He doesn't, he can't go up and talk to a good-looking woman. No. Why is this guy being singled out? Why? Because he's old and he's unattractive. No, Jethro, you you can't, this is, do do you go to a gym, Jethro? I'm going to take that as a no. But I have. Okay, you have. All right. I don't know when the last time you were in a gym was, but... Gym culture now is very different. It's not as social a thing as it used to be. Just like any other activity in the 21st century, it's not as social as it used to be. Everybody's in their own space. I'm wearing my Raycon earbuds in the gym. Everybody's wearing their own headphones. 
People don't want to be bothered. And it is uh, an unwritten but very well understood rule that if you are a man, you do not approach a woman who is trying to work out. It is not done. It is uh, frowned upon. Um, and it's it's viewed as predatorial. I'm not saying that anybody has those, uh, anybody that does that or everybody that does that has uh, predatorial predilections. But that's pretty much accepted that uh, you, you just don't do that, Jethro. You would know, Taylor. You hit the gym these days. <laughs> I, I do. I Shaking do. that creatine all around the okay. studio. Okay. Put Jethro back up. He's still there. Yeah. Uh, it, it, let me ask you a question. It never happens. So if a good-looking guy walks up to a good-looking girl, that never happens, correct? I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It happens. Okay, so how is this not body shaming by a guy that's holding creepy? And I totally agree with you. The guy's holding creepy, but at the same time, how is this not body shaming? I didn't. uh, Well, I I said he looks like he's uh, lacking some things in his diet. Um, And so what if it is body shaming? Who gives a rat's what? So what? what? Who cares? Am I guilty of something okay, if I comment on, on his figure? Okay, go ahead. Continue. I'm, I'm asking you, am I guilty of something if I comment on his physique? Yes, you are, because if you called him a fat, ugly woman, where would you be right now? Still sitting That's in this chair hosting this hour. What's that? I said I'd still be sitting in this chair and hosting this hour if I called him a fat, ugly you woman. You would be, and you're a funny guy, and I agree <laughs> with you, but the tide would turn against you. I'm not, as far as Jethro, like, I'm not sure what your point is. Are you with me or against me? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you on the point that I don't like the judge. I'm against you on the point of putting this one in particular thing about the judge saying that, He's a creepy dude walking up to talk to a young woman. That is creepy. Okay. He's a 76-year-old man, and he's, talk- he's, he's talking to a much younger woman, so it appears her face is blurred out for her own privacy. But uh, from what you can see in the video, it does appear she's a good at least 30 years younger than him. And is probably somebody he has no business walking up to. And the person that submitted this video says that he does this all the time and is quote, creeping girls out, and quote, does this every visit. All right, man, guess what? I totally agree with you. Let's hang them. I'm not playing. No, no, yeah, dump that. I'm not saying, I didn't say, I'm not wishing any harm against the man. But, you know, in this, in this gym culture, if you see some, what do they call it? If you see an, an ick, is that a thing? No. Something can give you the ick. Okay, but if you see something that's out of the ordinary, and you see something that somebody shouldn't be doing, you correct them. And that's all I'm doing. I'm correcting Mr. Engeron's gym etiquette. Some people have learned the hard way. We'll be back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Howie Car Show. Live. 
from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Oh, some good texts on this. Uh, 603, if you're 76 years old and everything still works, what's wrong with using it? Nothing. Listen, please go to the gym. It's great. I love seeing older people at the gym. It's it's very encouraging, and uh, it's great to see that people have become a lot more active in their their golden years. It's 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 cool. Um, but don't be walking up to the young girls in the gym. I understand there's a generational gap. Maybe Judge Engeron's just not aware of this this new culture. But if this were listen, if this were like 2017, 2018, dude would have been canceled. If if this were a common occurrence and he were um, slying up to young women and trying to uh, riz them up, is that is no? That's not a proper usage. Emma's our Gen Z uh, correspondent, and I try to slip in some of the uh, the vernacular. But so riz is short for charisma. So yeah, he either has if you're riz, rizzing, you can riz somebody up. Eh. I've heard that one, Emma. Look it up. Maybe, yeah. I think maybe. I'm right on this one. He, he, he was trying to riz her up. Am I giving creep now? You're giving doesn't hit on people at the gym, which is good. Yeah, no, I, I don't need to hit on anybody. Just my wife, that's all. <laughs> but it's, no, it's great to see people, especially of the older group, working out of the gym. Uh, you just can't go... And uh, talking to different people. Uh, <laughs> 781, Taylor, thanks for clarifying the new gym culture. I was wondering why women didn't hit on me at the gym. Maybe this culture is also spread to the bars? It's possible. 619, I go to the gym regularly, and despite some of the scantily clad females, do my best to avoid being a looky-loo and definitely never speak to anyone unless spoken to. Good on you, 619. That's what you're supposed to do. And uh, I, I won't comment any, any further on that. And, and we'll take one more call on this before we move on. I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea. I just thought that was a pretty funny story. James O'Keefe finding out where this guy goes and works out and uncovering that he's, he's, he's kind of a, a perceived perv, if I can use that term. Dave, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Taylor, doing a great job, man. And, uh, yeah, no, the first thing that came to my mind watching his mannerisms, I watched some of it, watching his mannerisms and everything about him was like he reminded me of one of those old-time hanging judges from a Western movie that we're going to give him a fair trial and then we're going to hang him. He had his mind made He wishes he that. sounded that tough, Dave. He wishes he sounded that No, I that. know. He's going for a movie role, I think. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> no, he's um, he's he's not the picture of of masculinity. Uh, that's he's look in great shape for seventy six, uh, from from what it what it appeared. But uh, I mean, the, his facial features are extremely sunken. He looks looks kind of emaciated. But anyway, we're going to move on. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Breaking news this evening is that the Supreme Court of the United States is going to take up Trump's criminal immunity in the uh, January 6th case. This is the uh, presidential election interference case, as uh, many people know it by. Supreme Court today agreed to take up whether former President Trump can be criminally prosecuted over his efforts to overturn 
is 2020 re-election laws, setting up a historic case that tests the limits of presidential immunity. The justice's order keeps Trump's January 6th criminal trial proceedings on hold for now, but it hands a win to special counsel Jack Smith by keeping alive a pathway for his prosecution to reach a jury before the 2024 presidential election. I'm reading from The Hill. Trump had urged the justices to slam the brakes on his trial but hold off on taking up his immunity claims on the merits until the former president first exhausts his appeal options in a lower court. That process would have lasted weeks, if not months, which would have aided Trump in further running out the clock so he can first have a shot at returning to the White House and end the prosecution before a jury gets the case. The high court's order establishes an expedited schedule, however, setting up oral arguments for the week of April 22nd and likely enabling the landmark decision to be handed down by the end of June or sooner. And depending on that, we'll see if a, a trial will go forward, I suppose. It would only add to Trump's first criminal trial that's set to begin on March 25th on hush money charges in New York. Again, a, a very, very nothing, uh, nothing case with uh, what's her name. I can, you know keep that what the horse face he called her stormy Daniels. stormy daniels yeah how soon we forget stormy daniels but that's uh that's great news the uh, the supreme court will be taking up trump's presidential immunity case i mean this it's it's so stupid you know he he was calling different election officials because he had known or at least had seen or heard of evidence that alleged there was improprieties, and and we've seen the improprieties. We've seen the 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 mega schemes that the Democrats cooked up during the 2020 election. I don't like the term stolen uh, so much as I like the term rigged. Um, you know the the mail-in voting, the early voting, the the, the stay-at-home voting. It was just all rife and ripe for fraud. So. That's what Trump wanted, especially in these battleground states like Georgia, where he told the uh, the the election general there to find the fraud. That's he just wanted a certain number of votes that were found in his favor, legitimate ballots or illegitimize ballots that were found to be fraudulent. It's. What's what's wrong about that? Somebody trying to make sure that this game is being played fairly, but they're prosecuting him for it. But thankfully, the Supreme Court is going to be taking this up and they will come back hopefully by June with a uh, with a decision on how far presidential immunity really goes. That's been Trump's argument this entire time that he's immune from prosecution and and uh, especially even in the Mar-a-Lago case I wonder if this will extend to the Mar-a-Lago case as well the the documents that were stored at Mar-a-Lago uh, again he's he's claimed presidential immunity and the presidential records act in uh, the Mar-a-Lago case but we will uh, we'll see but that's that's big news that the Supreme Court is going to take that up and we'll have a ruling once and for all and uh, maybe a clearer definition as as far as presidential immunity and Joe Biden today is, well, he underwent his physical. Now, this is a fairly routine procedure that's, you can't even, appointment, not a procedure. 
but they were very tight-lipped. He went into Walter Reed earlier today. It was a quote-unquote surprise visit. It wasn't on the public schedule. He went in for his, his procedure, his appointment, I, I should say, and he was very hush about it. He did come back and say, we, we should play this one, Emma. This is on the Biden cut sheet. I believe it's the, the last cut. He was asked, I believe by Peter Ducey, how his physical went, and this is what uh, President Biden responded with. Everything's great. It's all squared away. And uh, the doctors say they think I look too young. Which maybe there's probably some truth to that. There's definite evidence of facelifts. As there. young as Engeron? Engeron looks more alert than Joe. He looks more with it. He looks the same amount of deranged, but it's an alert deranged. Like the guy knows what's going on around him, Engeron. But Joe Biden does not know what's going on around him. But uh, he said, 617, Taylor, have you seen Fannie Willis's Bluetooth ID? You won't be able to say it on air. Oh, my Lord. I have seen it, but unfortunately, 617, it's it's not real. It's fake. It's very fake news. That was from a, a different court case that somebody chopped up um, I cannot say that on the air, what, what it was alleged that Fannie Willis's Bluetooth ID was. But it turns out it wasn't hers after all. I'm so sorry to report to you. I wish that were a fact of the case. We would have had a field day with that. But I'll have to let Howie know that tomorrow before he sees the, uh, the fake news and asks us to pull the cut. We'll, we'll have to get out ahead of that one. But Joe Biden says he looks too young, according to the doctors. Karine Jean-Pierre said... Uh, you know, he didn't need to undergo any cognitive tests. And this was, I've got the, the report here. The physician to the president sent his report to Corinne Jean-Pierre. This is from physician to the president, Kevin C. O'Connor. And he says, as requested by the patient, the following is a summary of the current health status of President Joseph R. Biden. The president feels well. Oh, that's great. The president feel, you know, if I went to my yearly physical and the doctor said, well, Taylor, how do you feel? Well, I feel great. Okay. Well, we'll see you next year. That's, that's not a, a very good gauge of somebody's health and, and well-being. But alas, it was included in this report. So I'm already, I'm already sus of this report. The president feels well, and this year's physical identified no new concerns. Any old concerns that uh, you feel that you didn't have to mention that are still there? He continues to be fit for duty and fully executes all of his responsibilities without any exemptions or accommodations. What are you talking about? He's got accommodations. He wears a, a, a sleep apnea machine, a CPAP machine at night. He walks in orthopedic, sticky, Velcro, Spider-Man shoes so that, that he doesn't fall down, that he maintains his grip. You know what? 
These shoes are so grippy. That's a callback to the Fannie Willis Bluetooth ID fake news story. <laughs> these, these, <laughs> these shoes are so grippy. You remember Michael Jackson when he would do his concerts uh, back in the, the 80s and 90s? He would like do the moonwalk, and then he would he would lock his heels onto the stage, and then he would kind of lean forward and all around and seem to defy gravity. That's what would happen if Biden tripped. His whole body would go forward and fall flat on the ground, but his feet would be completely normal and, and flat on the ground. That's how this is pure Biden. That's how uh, that's how grippy his, his shoes are. <laughs> uh, and he goes through his, his history um, and he describes his current health and he does address the sleep apnea. Current health. President Biden is an active 81-year-old white male who is currently being treated for the following. Obstructive sleep apnea. He says that's a new condition, but it is stable. Uh, sleep medicine consultation is reviewed and appreciated. Data from positive airway pressure, the CPAP machine surveillance, confirms complete treatment when therapy is in place. This patient has demonstrated excellent response to PAP and is diligently compliant with therapy. That's, that's very good. He's got uh, he's got AFib. I didn't know that. That's stable, I guess. Cardiology consultation is reviewed and appreciated. Persistent AFib with a normal ventricular response. He remains completely asymptomatic. They said that of so many people and vilified them, didn't they? But Biden gets asymptomatic, asymptomatic, and he gets a clear pass. EKG confirms this rhythm. Um, Stable on Eliquis for standard anticoagulation. She's on blood thinners. Uh, president's lipid levels remain remarkably low. I'm not seeing any anything on his mental faculties. The fact is that I don't remember. Oh, here we go. Stiffened gait. Moderate to severe degenerative osteoarthritic change spondylosis. I don't know, to be clear. Uh, as part of the November 2021 physical, I noted that the president was demonstrating a perceptibly stiffened ambulatory gait as compared to before his foot fracture. I assembled it. What did, when did he fracture his foot? Oh, I remember that was, uh, that was on the campaign trail. He wore that boot. I remember that. Or was that, Biden's losing it. was that Dr. Jill? Maybe they both wore a boot at, at some point. I assembled a team comprised of spine, foot and ankle radiology, physical therapy and movement disorder, neurologic Specialists to carefully examine and assess the president. Um, president's gait remains stiff, but has not worsened since last year. I This guy does not have Twitter. He is not on X. He's not seeing it. He does not watch any of the walks from the White House to Marine One and back. He sees... I, how many falls, how many trips and falls has this guy taken in the uh, last year since his previous physical? I'd be interested to know that. President did note some increased left hip discomfort with activity recently. I tell what's it, what's that all about? So I guess he was not feeling completely well, as as it was described in the the opening paragraph of this report. Struggling. Yeah, you sure are struggling there. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two five zero eight says, yeah, asymptomatic of brain activity. I concur. I concur. Six uh, five zero eight. 
844-500-4242. We've got to take our final break. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Carr Show. Become a Howie Car Show super fan. Subscribe to Howie's newsletter and you'll get the latest news, columns, cheap bastard deals, and other special offers from the Howie Car Show. Just enter your name and email at HowieCarshow.com. He's Howie Carr and he's back. One of the texters reminded me, 508 says, Brandon broke his foot chasing the tail of Major, the dog. And I, I believe Major is no longer with us. But that is correct. President-elect in 2020, Joe Biden, suffered hairline fractures in his right foot over the weekend and an injury that is likely to require a walking boot for several weeks. That's the one where he was coming, he was coming out of the shower and he was pulling Major's tail because, you know, German shepherds love to have their tails pulled. They they love that. It's it's oh oh yeah oh yeah. And the, he he took a fall. Six oh three Taylor. Every year I have to answer, sir. Who is the president of the United States? Could Biden answer correctly? On some days he can't. We've heard him not answer correctly. He says he's uh, he's the senator, or he's. Uh, I, I don't know. He, he's vice president. Sometimes he calls Kamala Harris the president of the United States. So it's anybody's guess as to what his everybody's answer, entitled to be an idiot as to what his answer would have been had he been asked that question, which I don't think he was at his uh, physical today. And six one seven says Taylor. The scary thing about his exam is that he's on a blood thinner. So if this man falls, it's his head or hurts himself, and he. And bleeds, he could bleed out. That that is more scary than probably a lot of his conditions. I don't I don't really agree with that assessment. I mean, he's surrounded by, as KJP put it today, a team of doctors. So I think they would have that under control in fairly short order and is just a very short flight or drive away from Walter Reed Medical Center. So I think he'd be all right. I think he'd be okay. Howie's back tomorrow at 3. By the way, I'm at Carmine's in New Bedford this weekend, Saturday night, 8 to 11, if you want to stop by for some great uh, Sinatra music. 